This is the strategy inside everything. I'm Adam Pirno. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Strategy Inside Everything. I almost called it an emergency session, but I feel like the word emergency is not appropriate for anything. That is not a true emergency, uh, but that is related to this conversation we're about to have today. I am joined by none other than Nikki Sundstrom, who is the Director of Social Media and Public Engagement uh, at University of Michigan. Nikki, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Uh, we were just catching up on all the crazy stuff that's happening out in the world. And um, I think give people a little bit of your background and kind of uh, what you've done in your career. And then let's talk about the current state of the world and the little part that you are trying to make sunnier and better. Absolutely. Um, so I first found myself uh, stumbling into social media back around 2007. Um, I was uh, working for the state of Michigan at the time, and I really saw the emerging tools as an opportunity to increase government transparency and customer service. And I ended up becoming the statewide, the first statewide social media coordinator um, for the state of Michigan, and then landed here um, after the University of Michigan had a similar interest and gave me a ring um, six years ago. So I have been overseeing the university-wide social media strategy, um, engagement protocol, best practice, and also a lot of the executive communications um, in digital um, the president's Twitter account, you know, those kind of things um, for six years now. Wow. So you've, you've probably seen a lot of school that size and a community that size is a lot of conversation, especially around um, you've got full uh, NCAA activity going all season. So you have a great football team, great basketball program. So it's highly active, I'm sure. Yes, there's certainly never a dull moment here. Yeah, I, I'm witnessing similar things here. Um, so as uh, at the time of this recording right now, we're living through uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 and seeing cancellations of all kinds of events and even entire suspensions of entire seasons for professional sports and for the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, it is shocking, but I think necessary. What do you, what do you say? You know, we're living in very unprecedented times, um, and I am relying on the medical professionals that I have the opportunity to sit in rooms with um, for guidance. That is certainly not my area of expertise, um, but I am certainly helping to communicate on their behalf these necessary measures. Yes. I, I liked the musical accompaniment when you said <laughs> you're relying on the medical experts. There was a little chime that came, I'm assuming, from your from your mobile phone. That That's was right. Like it is now on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Sorry about that. No worries. I, I think it, it punctuated that you're making good decisions. It was like, that's correct. <laughs> so um, the way you and I met was on Twitter, I think 24 hours or maybe 12 hours or maybe six hours after the announcement of South by Southwest wisely postponing their event. Now the reasons for them postponing maybe. uh more financially related than, um, you know, prudently medical related as, as some of the later events, but still it was a shock to the system. And one of the first major events uh, that I was exposed to was interested in that I saw, oh, wow, that this, this is really happening. Uh, and you kind of came up with a, with a big idea. What did you think when you first saw that cancellation? 
You know, it's funny. Um, I belong, obviously, to a lot of different communities, having been in the social media profession for over a decade now. Um, And we're always kind of trying to keep each other informed. The pace, obviously, of of social necessitates that you're constantly on the top of your game. Um, So when I originally saw the announcement, which I think a lot of us were kind of anticipating, um, I didn't have intentions of going to South by this year. I've gone more than once previously and spoken at the event as well. And so I know the size and and scale of the gathering and the trickle down effect of everything we're seeing related to COVID-19 really was indicative of the fact that it probably would get canceled. Um, But I'll, I'll be completely honest when I first saw it and, you know, shared the tweet and kind of said, you know, I'll raise my hand to coordinate a, a virtual South by Um, I don't know that I was committing to everything I've gotten into, more just planting a seed of an idea. I'm so sorry that this landed on you. Can you, so tell people a little bit about the idea you came up with. Let's talk about uh, Virtual South by. Absolutely. Um, So Virtual South by, uh, when it started to gain some traction after I shared that first post, um, a lot of people, you know, they love to still come together and, and working in higher education you know, my job every day is to facilitate um, educational opportunities. It's, you know, whether I'm sharing research or, you know, something here that's happening academically or a public speaker on campus. I really love furthering that message and, you know, as a public institution, giving access to that knowledge to everyone and anyone around the world. So virtual South by, you know, when people express interest just made good sense to me. I'm more than happy to throw together a schedule and and help give people opportunities to share their area of expertise with people. Um, It quickly went from one day to two, which made a lot of sense. Uh, If you look at the South by structure, you know, there's always in a, in a, um, interactive. And then they added um, education higher ed a couple of years ago. Um, So now we have a day next Wednesday, March 18th, um, which is probably similar to what you'd see at South by Interactive. And it is all big brands coming together from a variety of areas um, to do 30 minute sessions uh, from nine o'clock in the morning until 4.30 in the afternoon. And then on Thursday, we will have panels in the same structure um, based primarily out of the higher education space. So a wide array of institutions, um, faculty members, and experts within that area. It's going to be pretty wild. It's it's amazing how fat, I think I woke up, I saw it either trending or I don't even know. Maybe it was in my notification. Someone tagged me or something. And then next thing I know, it was everybody piling on and saying, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. You know, there was, I was on a thread with something like 30 people that were all kind of tagged in and everybody was said, how can I do this? How can I help? I'll, I'll help. Um, of course, most of the helping is the work, <laughs> the work you're doing, coordinating all of it. But uh, I could not believe the, the energy that that came behind it right away. It was, were you shocked by, sometimes we post those things and nobody even responds. Were you shocked by how fast it happened? You know, I was and I wasn't. Um, I have always benefited from a really strong, engaged network and, and 
frequently speak at conferences and events. And so um, there was the usual suspects that, you know, if somebody was willing to put the work in was like, I'll raise my hand. This is great. Um, And that's one of the things that I've always enjoyed about the social media profession. Um, We're all avid learners. You know, we're constantly chasing new networks or new methods of engagements or algorithms or trying to figure out how to engage our stakeholders. Um, And this, again, was just another opportunity that I think that popped up that people were like, yes, this totally makes sense. We can't meet in person. What if we did it online? Um, and the, the irony is that that's what we do with our constituencies every single day. So why not throw a two-day Twitter chat or as it turned out, you know, pop up a, a Facebook group real quick that we could all stream into. Um, we were the right people to get it done. I think I think you you got it in front of the right group, yeah, at the right time that were extremely willing and interested. Uh, did you at any point did you say, oh no, why did I do that, or are you are you just smiling and happy that this is all coming together like it is? You know, it hasn't been too terribly difficult, which you know is very very fortunate. Um, a lot of great speakers automatically popped up and, and were wildly interested. Now the evolving COVID-19 um, scenarios has, uh, you know, changed some things. There's uh, some people that thought they would be able to speak and were really interested um, and their, you know, situations have changed based on what's happening within their businesses or institutions. Um, but fortunately, I had a pretty deep bench um, within the first 24 hours. So it's actually hasn't even been a full week um, since the announcement or since virtual South by Southwest was launched. That'll happen about 530 tonight. Um, which is kind of crazy. We have a full uh, 33 speakers lined up for next week already. Um, And I actually just saw somebody asking about music and if we could stream some of that next week as well. And I said, more power to you. If you can figure it out, let's do it. Um, (laughs) So it just keeps kind of taking on a life of its own. Um, And so I really wasn't surprised. Uh, Again, great people make great things happen. And that's just what we're seeing. If you can figure out how to stream barbecue and tacos, I think you can really bring the Austin. You know, that's been coming <laughs> up as well quite frequently. I haven't pulled that one off yet. That would be incredible. Uh, well, I'm glad that, uh, however, I got involved in this thing almost by accident. I'm really glad that I that I stumbled on it and I'm really excited to participate. Um, what are you most looking forward to? And are you, are you actually speaking at this? Are you delivering a, a session? You know, this is the nice thing. I'm actually not. Um, I'm just kind of playing the puppet master behind the scenes. Um, I'm going to jump on each morning and and provide a welcome and get the Zoom going into the Facebook group. I'll probably do some live tweeting uh, because we have had to navigate, you know, from Twitter into a a space where we stream on Facebook. Um, And then I'm going to moderate one panel um, with a couple of professional women uh, towards the end of the day on Thursday and throw out some questions in a live Twitter chat kind of format where we can really bring everybody together. But that is solely my role in this circumstance. I am the facilitator um, and, you know, the host or the gatherer of these brilliant, brilliant minds. I love it. How important, you mentioned that you do speak a lot and you do attend a lot of events. How important are those events and meetings? Well, Particularly important to me because my background is in education. So I always like to joke that uh, speaking on stage is my equivalent of teaching and justifies my student loans. Um, (laughs) But more so, it has provided the opportunity to 
to network and to meet with so many phenomenal people. Um, Jason Keith, uh, the CEO of Social Fresh and, and founder of, you know, the oldest, if not one of the oldest social media conferences is going to open our conference for us. And I just had the opportunity to speak at his conference last fall. Um, so, you know, being connected and, and aware with him brought him on board very quickly. Um, Brian Fanzo is going to join us, which is phenomenal. And he'll be closing out our first day. Um, but other communities that I've been in and other networks in which we've talked about have also made things just kind of happen serendipitously. Um, this afternoon, I was able to announce a bonus session with the social media team from NASA um, who saw a friend of a friend kind of talk about it and got pointed my direction. And that's the beauty of social media. It's, it's incredible. I love it. Um, do you, what do you think the virtual version will have that potentially a live event doesn't have? You know, as a former attendee or somebody that's attended uh, South by Southwest quite a few times, you know, there is such an overwhelming program element. You know, you always walk away, I think, every year uh, wishing you could have gotten to more. Um, we're going to have a little bit more of a streamlined, you know, agenda, which is kind of nice, but simply also a bandwidth issue for me. I can only do one track each day. Um, so we will have the added benefit, I think, of that. But even more so, the Facebook group that we've popped up um, already is nearing, if has not surpassed today, um, 500 community members. And, you know, just like South by, anybody can attend. And they're talking to each other in a way that might be a little bit different than the opportunities that you get in Austin. And then they'll have that ability if they so choose to stay together in that community um, and knowledge share moving forward. And so I think that's pretty unique and, and pretty special. Damn it. You're going to make me join Facebook so I could be a part of that community, aren't you? I know I had to go back to we talked about this <laughs> a little bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. I'll just turn off all notifications and try to <laughs> close off all the tracking that they do. I don't know. We'll figure something out. It is difficult. It'll be nice to see some members of my family that I only had seen there. There you while. go. So that'll be, that's an upside. Um, but yeah, I do want to participate in the community aspects of it because it's, it had, like I said, it's been great to watch it grow. And it sounds like I'm seeing it on Twitter, but it sounds like it's happening more so on Facebook, uh, the continuing conversation and, and maybe even richer conversations there where you can go beyond 280 characters. Yeah, it's really interesting. I've been able to pop in just a few things, you know, as the groups have grown in, um, you know, not you could call it a roll call, but hey, where are you from? Check in, let us know. Um, and we're starting to see a lot of uh, global participation at this point, which is really phenomenal. Um, outside of even just the Mitten State where I reside or Texas, um, where people saw the virtual South by thing pop up um, across the United States and then into Europe, um, which was kind of fascinating for me as I was establishing the schedule because I, you know, naively assumed everyone was Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and everyone's <laughs> I think, like, I think hey, you and I bumped what? into that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, yeah, people live other places. I forget sometimes. <laughs> um, so that's really great to see as well. I think it's it's been amazing. Do you think you would do this again? You think next year you'll have another one or is it wait and see? A million let's... dollar question. I think um, it, could, it could be more than a million dollar question, to be fair. 
You know, if, if all goes uh, well next week and off without a hitch, I can certainly see the possibility of something happening again. I also think the really special thing in the circumstances that, you know, once we've established the community and demonstrated that it can be done, um, anybody could pick it up, right? I could pass the torch to somebody else and, and they could be the host of virtual Austin next year. Um, because we, we've built this platform for them to do it. I love it. And I, I especially love that you are building something to be handed off. You're not trying to own it or being, uh, proprietary. It's like, here's, this is all public things that I'm using. It's zoom, it's Facebook. Here's, here's how to take it and build on it. Yes. I've tried to be very transparent, um, with everyone with speakers and, and anyone else on the line. Uh, we started to get even some solicitations about wanting to participate in our event. And I said, you know, it doesn't really exist in real life. Like, <laughs> in place, right. Um, we're just standing it up to see what's going to happen. Exactly. Here. I mean, you can come knock on Facebook's door, I guess, but, um, it, it is just truly unique and an opportunity for us to share knowledge together. Um, and that's not something that, that I own. That's something that we all own. And we learn more when we widen, um, our spectrum and, you know, engage with people that are doing things that are completely different than us. I love it. Uh, one more question and then I will let you go on this, uh, pretty short pop-up episode of uh, the strategy inside of everything. What if, uh, so I just, as I was walking into this room to join this call, I uh, ran into someone who is transitioning an event from a live event to a uh, virtual event. What are the, what's the one or two of the biggest learnings that you've had as you've been figuring this out? I've learned a lot about streaming. Um, as I kind of indicated originally, um, I thought, you know, 24 hour tweet chat, that'd be great. Um, for years on years here at U of M, we implemented something called UMish chats. They were once monthly dialogues um, where we'd bring together internal and expert external experts and faculty to talk on pivotal issues affecting society um, and impacting the world. And so, you know, that's a pretty easy format to me. I'll just toss something out and you answer and we'll be fine. Um, but people really wanted that visual element. Um, so I did have to pop up a Facebook group and I thought, okay, everybody just grab your phone and, and jump on. Um, but people wanted to show slides and I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to do this. Um, but thankfully everyone else that is participating as a, a panelist or a, a participant, they're like, Ooh, I've been in this thing and I have used this tool or I've used this. What do you think about that? Um, so we did identify zoom, um, and I tested it just a little bit the other day. So I think it's going to go ahead and work for us. Um, and then we started to get panels, which I thought was really interesting. I'm excited um, to see how panels are going to work. Exactly. Well, cross your fingers. Okay. So, <laughs> um, you know, we're going to have maybe multi screens going on at the same time. Uh, it just, it's so exciting. And hopefully, um, based on my level of transparency in this space, people will be very forgiving. If anything goes awry, um, we're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants. I think that's fantastic. Uh, hey, Nikki, I really appreciate that you stepped up and saw the opportunity here to, to help keep the community together and build something that people could all get gather around in this weird, uh, uncharted waters that we're swimming around in together. So I appreciate you stepping forward and doing that. It is absolutely my pleasure. 
Where can people, A, learn more about Virtual South by now? And then where can they view it when on uh, the 18th when it kicks off? Yes. So right now, um, they can visit uh, me on Twitter, uh, at Nikki Sundstrom. Um, there's a link in my bio that will take them to the full agenda for the event. Um, and then if they want to join the Facebook group, um, which is where we'll be having the live streams, they can look for Virtual Austin on Facebook. That's fantastic. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been great talking to you. Thank you, Adam. Wait, don't stop listening. The show's not over. If you liked what you just heard or you've liked any of the episodes of the Strategy Inside Everything, do me a favor. I really appreciate it. Leave a review wherever you listen to the show, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever. Please leave us a rating and a review. Please, if you can, share this episode or another episode with a friend. Let them know what you liked about it. Uh, that helps us quite a bit. If you have ideas for guests, for topics, follow up on episodes you've heard, you can tweet at us at APierno, that's me, or at strategy underscore inside, that's the show. Either way, I promise I will respond to you and get back to you right away. And listen, running this show is a labor of love. I really do it just because I enjoy the conversations, but it does cost money. So web hosting costs money. Microphones cost money. My kids' haircuts cost money. If you wouldn't mind, look at our Patreon, it's Patreon, uh, Adam Pierno there and you could help us out quite a bit. For more information about all the guests we've had, anything you want to know about the podcast, uh, my two books, Underthink It in Specific, or ways to engage with me as a strategy consultant or as a speaker at your next event, please go to adampierno.com and you'll find all the information you want. And if you can't, just send me a note. Thanks a lot.